Time for promotions here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show. Before you listen to the next newest episode, going to start with my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia, more specifically Jonesboro, Georgia. Nails by Imani, the best nail technician inside or outside the 285 perimeter. 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236 is the physical address to where she works at. You can Google her and find her on Facebook as well as Instagram. You can also find the missus on Instagram as well. The online beauty boutique is the website and the business Facebook page is Forest Crafts and Custom Designs. Once again, Forest Crafts and Custom Designs, two R's in the name Forest, just like the Washington Commander's safety, Derek Forest, but no relation to this lineage of forces. And the email address, once again, is forestcraftsdesigns at gmail.com. You can find Arigato Joey wherever you listen to music. He is on Pandora as well, and I am on Pandora as well, but that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. And for me, the Prophets Picks, that is the Prophets Picks 2019. Twitter handle at Prophets underscore picks. No special characters or apostrophes, just the underscore before you type in picks. That's the Twitter handle. The Gmail is the Prophets Picks at gmail.com. And once again, Instagram at the Prophets Picks 2019. I'm everywhere as well as you too. This show coming up next, you can find it there. Have a great night, everyone, and stay tuned. New episode right now. time for the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, Phase 1 of the offseason podcast shows once again. No, not predicting any winners or losers in the NFL because the NFL regular season and the postseason came to a conclusion almost a month ago now, and we all know that the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions, defeating the number one seed from the NFC, Philadelphia Eagles, 38-35, out in the desert, Arizona. Back on February the 12th, 2023, good afternoon, it is February the 27th, 2023, and this is the season review show series here at the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show. On today, I'm going to review the Texans division rival, and their division rival is the 4-12-1 Indianapolis Colts from 2003. 22 NFL regular season. Good afternoon. Just after the four o'clock hour here in the Central Division time zone, actually, we're at the bottom of the four o'clock hour, almost 4 30 here in the city of Houston. The Prophets Picks football podcast, the studios forward slash media centers, and In this season review show, I'm going to give you an overall review of how the Indianapolis Colts season went. And with that being said, it is approximately 5.25 p.m. 
Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time. Once again, 425 p.m. locally, and it is now 326 p.m. Mountain, 226 p.m. Pacific. Aloha to everyone in Waikiki, Maui, Pearl Harbor Memorial, all of the Hawaiian Islands, the capital of Hawaii, Honolulu. Hawaiian Standard Time is 12.26 p.m. at the bottom of the high noon hour in Hawaii, in Anchorage, Alaska. Welcome back to yet another edition of the off-season slate of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast shows. Phase one of the off-season is in full swing here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show. And the Indianapolis Colts did not have the year that they thought they were going to have. And I'll take it even further. Indianapolis Colts did not have the year that I thought that they were going to have. If anyone remembers, I predicted the Indianapolis Colts would, in fact, finish first in the AFC South division. And my number one premise on that was they were missing a franchise quarterback. And that franchise quarterback was Matt Ryan. And kudos to the Atlanta Falcons. I was one of those and the the majority, the percentage of individuals that felt the Falcons moved forward without Matt Ryan was too soon, a year too soon. But at the end of the day, without Thomas Dimitrov, you got to give credit where credit is due. All credit and all congratulations goes to my Atlanta Falcons because they did, in fact, move forward without Matt Ryan at the right time. Now, you can argue whether or not they got the right quarterback to replace him or not. You can argue that. That's up for debate. But at the end of the day, they did not get rid of Matt Ryan too late. Atlanta Falcons got rid of Matt Ryan right on time. And everyone that knows me knows that I'm honest. They know that I am accountable when I am wrong. And I'm also accountable, but I like to make sure that I'm humble when I am right as well, because I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. And if you've listened to my podcast show since August of 2019, you know this about me and you've heard me say this multiple times. And when I'm predicting these NFL games on a regular season, we also know since August of 2019, or should I say since January of 2020, right before the pandemic, we know that I am more so right with my predictions than I am wrong. But this was one of the scenarios, one of the situations, one of the cases in which I was 100% wrong. As a matter of fact, I was 1,000% wrong. And we all know the Patriots moved forward without Tom Brady too soon. He got a Super Bowl championship his first year away from New England. And then he was in a divisional playoff round with the Buccaneers the following year, and then this past year, made it to the postseason. But we all know if the Buccaneers was a part of the AFC East division, would not have been in the postseason. Well, 
Atlanta Falcons move forward without Matt Ryan right on time. And it's really, really difficult to judge and predict when a when an NFL player, especially a franchise quarterback, is going to be done in the NFL. It's very difficult to predict that, especially a franchise quarterback. But at the end of the day, the Falcons nailed it. Falcons, they nailed it. And I got to give them props. I got to give them kudos. I got to give them their credit. And um, yeah, Indianapolis Colts, they got a bad quarterback for the second year in a row. A couple of years ago, it was Carson Wentz. And this year, it was Matt Ryan. And at the end of the day, Here's the bottom line. Where will the Colts go for 2023? Where will the Colts go moving forward for August of 2023 into the regular NFL season 2023 of September? And the question is, who will they draft? Will the Indianapolis Colts draft a franchise quarterback? Will the Indianapolis Colts trade yet again for a franchise quarterback? Will the Indianapolis Colts sign their future guy out of free agency? Is it possibly Derek Carr? Derek Carr is not that old. As a matter of fact, Derek Carr is very young in regular years, but NFL years, he's got some service and... The question is, do you trade for Aaron Rodgers or do you sign Derek Carr? Aaron Rodgers, we know he does not have that many more years left in the NFL, but here's the thing. If you add depth to that Indianapolis Colts offensive line and Aaron Rodgers is not touched as a franchise quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. You're talking about Aaron Rodgers playing a lot longer than two or three more seasons. I mean, I'm 42, soon to be 43 in a few weeks. Aaron Rodgers is 38 years of age. If you protect him and keep this guy safe, then now the new NFL rules rules protecting NFL quarterbacks, franchise NFL quarterbacks, are way more lenient compared to how they were back when Chris Sims' father, Phil Sims, was playing. Back in those days, Troy Aikman and Joe Montana and so forth. You're talking about he can possibly play Five to seven more years if he wants to. Possibly ten more years till he's 48. Now, uh, not Matt Ryan, but excuse me, Tom Brady just retired a few weeks ago at 45. And he always said he was going to retire at 45. But if the NFL rules and if the Indianapolis Colts do what they need to do offensively on the offensive line, the trenches, which is where the game is won, offensive and defensive line 
hey, I'm thinking. My thought process is, why not go for yet another Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan type of older quarterback? As long as you solidify that offensive line and with their new head coach, Mr. Steinken, I'm thinking that Mr. Steinken is going to do what every, not every NFL head coach, but the majority of all NFL head coaches has done. Made sure that they have solidified their trenches, offensive and defensive line. They've made sure that they've had depth at the offensive and defensive line. And once again, this is the Prophets Picks football podcast, and this is the 2022 season review for your 4-12-1 Indianapolis Colts with a win percentage of .265 at home in Lucas Oil Stadium. There has been one Super Bowl played there. Speaking of Tom Brady, he lost that Super Bowl to Eli Manning. It was his second Super Bowl against Eli Manning and the Giants, and he lost that one as well. And the Indianapolis Colts, they've had a tough go at it the last few years. 2-6 and six at home last year. 2-6-1 on the road um, in the 2022 NFL season. In the AFC South Division, Indianapolis Colts have got to do better. Titans went 3-3. Three and three, Jaguars went 4-2. and two. Of course, they won the AFC South. Indianapolis Colts went 1-4-1 with that one tie being against the Houston Texans. The podcast showed that I did only a few days ago. In the AFC. The Indianapolis Colts, excuse me, went 4-7-1. And, and in all of those categories, Indianapolis Colts have got to get better. I will not be talking about the Colts roster in this podcast show, but I will talk about that in the second phase of the Prophets Picks offseason podcast, and that is the offseason roster review shows. Once again, phase two of the Prophets Picks this NFL offseason Points scored for the Indianapolis Colts, 289. Their defense gave up 427. And shockingly enough, just like the Tennessee Titans, the Indianapolis Colts had a seven-game losing streak to end their 2022 NFL regular season. For me, it was really good that the Colts were really bad. Early in the year, and early in the year, you knew that they weren't going to make the postseason. It was good for me. And the reason why it was good for me is because I knew early on that my prediction in August of 2022 was legit. And Annapolis Colts was not going to win the division of the AFC South. They weren't. And, um... That was better for me than it was for me in the NFC North division, for example, where the Packers had an opportunity to make it to the postseason, and I picked the Packers to win the division. But a lot of things that happened in the NFC North that I predicted in August of 2022, a lot of that happened. The Packers just didn't win the division. That was the only thing that didn't happen. All right, the Colts, 20-20 in week one. They were shut out, didn't score a single point, not even a field goal in week two against the division rival Jaguars, 24 to nothing lost there. 
20 to 17 win against the Kansas City Chiefs. And even though the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, when you go back to week three and you see the Kansas City Chiefs losing to the Colts, you see how they lost to the Colts, and you fast forward and they're now Super Bowl champions, it still rattles my brain. Right? It still gives you all type of enigmas in your brain as to how did the Chiefs lose to the Indianapolis Colts in week three? How did it happen when they are now Super Bowl champions? The Colts would lose to the Titans 24-17 the following week. After that, Thursday night football or Sunday night football, I think it was Thursday night football, 12-9 win in Big D, not Detroit, not Dallas, but Denver. Winning against the Jaguars, which kind of caught me off guard because I picked the Jags to win that game, 34-27. Losing to the Tennessee Titans, being swept by the Titans, by the way, 9 points, 19-10. Uh, losing to the Commanders by 1.1716. And the Commanders, by the way, or should I say the Colts, had multiple weeks in which they lost to division, or should I say NFC East division teams by that point. By that final score, excuse me, 17-16. Uh, the Eagles was one of those as well. Losing to the Patriots, which was the game in the firing of Frank Wright came after that. In Foxborough, Massachusetts, 26-3. Patriots has always had the Colts number, though, by the way. With the exception of that year, the Colts won that first Super Bowl for Indianapolis, second Super Bowl for the Colts franchise. Beating the Raiders by five, 25-20. That was another game that caught me off guard because I had picked the Raiders to win that football game. 17-16 loss to the Eagles. I had already mentioned that. Going up against the state of Pennsylvania, the Keystone State, losing to both teams, losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers Monday Night Football 24-17, losing to the Dallas Cowboys in a route 54-19, a 50-burger, losing to the Minnesota Vikings 39-36 after having a 33-0 lead at the half, losing to the Shodges 20-3 after that. Historic, embarrassing loss. And Matt Ryan on both sides of those losses. The wrong side. 28-3, Super Bowl loss to Matt Ryan. 39-36, come from behind. Loss to the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins. I would prefer to lose a game to Tom Brady like that than Kirk Cousins of all franchise quarterbacks. Losing to the New York Giants 38-10 and then ending the season yet again. This was not Matt Ryan, but it was a come-from-behind loss for the Indianapolis Colts 32-31. Hey, Jeff Saturday, you did a great job, but not good enough to be head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And technically, all of those games from the firing of Frank Reich after the 26-3 loss. Jeff Saturday had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games to audition. Plus, he had a regular after the end of the season job interview for the head coaching position. 
what am I saying? Jeff Saturday had more than enough opportunities to win that head coaching job. And he just didn't do it. He just did not get the job done. Can he be a head coach in the NFL? I think he can be. But I also feel like he needs to take the route of D'Amico Ryans. Mike Frable, head coach of the Tennessee Titans. He needs to take the route of a lot of former NFL players that are NFL head coaches right now or assistant coaches on their way to be NFL head coaches. And hey, this show's almost over. So I hope you've been paying attention. How many games for the Indianapolis Colts you can swing them. I call them swing games. So does the professionals that get paid to do what I'm doing right now. How many of these games could have been swing games? Games that in which we're close enough for the Indianapolis Colts to win. We already know that they went on the year 4-12-1. How many of those 12 losses were swing games? We're going to start with the tie to the in-city rivals, Houston Texans. 20-20 tie. Let's flip that. Let's make that a victory. 20-17, or should I say the 24-17 loss to the Titans. Let's flip that. Let's make that a victory. 19-10 loss to the Titans. Let's flip that. Let's make that a victory. One point loss to the Commander. 17-16. Let's flip that. Let's make that a victory. Automatically, you got four wins right there. Colts were never going to win the Patriots game in Foxborough, Massachusetts. So let's throw that out the window right now. Eagles losing 17-16. Let's flip that. One point. Let's make that a victory right now. Losing to the Steelers 24-17. There were many opportunities in that football game for the Indianapolis Colts to win. Let's flip it. Let's make that a victory right now. That's six games right there. Five losses, one tie in which the Colts were close enough to win, and their defense experienced enough and exhibited in those losses that they could have won the game. What was the number one issue for the Indianapolis Colts in the 2022 NFL season? The offense and their quarterback position. You must solidify the quarterback position in order to win in the NFL. I've said that for years before I started my podcast show. I said that during the first year of my podcast show. And I'm saying that right now during my podcast show. You must solidify the quarterback position in order to win in the NFL. All right, let's keep it going. Cowboys game was a blowout. Minnesota Vikings game, 33 to nothing lead in that game. Matt Ryan was a starter in that one. The defense did a lot in that one. We'll throw it up there. 39-36. Should have won it. 32-31 at the end of the season against the Houston Texans. They tied with the Texans and they lost to the Texans. The difference between the Colts and the Texans is Indianapolis Colts won a few home games. Houston Texans didn't win any home games. However, eight games that were close enough swing games, Indianapolis Colts could have, should have won. But hey, woulda, coulda, shoulda. You are what your record says that you are. Famous quote by Hall of Famer Bill Parcells. 
Now let's add these eight swing games to the four games that they actually won. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Indianapolis Colts should have finished the season 12 and 5. Colts should have finished 12 and 5. Winning the AFC South Division as I predicted they would. But this is why they play these NFL games. We don't judge NFL teams and NFL games on paper. We judge them by the games that they actually played. And their games that was actually played, they played 17 games in 18 weeks. And the Indianapolis Colts, once again, they finished 4, 12, and 1. And this has been the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Phase 1 of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast offseason continues. The season review shows, and this has been... The 2022 season review of your 4, 12, and 1 Indianapolis Colts. Everybody stay safe out there and stay tuned to the offseason for the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. I will be doing a lot more podcast shows in the offseason. Not as many in the regular season, but yet and still, I shall be doing postseason, or should I say offseason, podcast shows. Everybody stay safe out there. One.